not sure you know the story, but I was coming across how Arnold Palmer's drink got called on Arnold Palmer, which we yeah. sell at work. Yeah. So from what I read, he was in Palm Springs and he was having lunch and he ordered, I'll have a half, can you just get me a glass, half iced tea, half lemonade? And the lady at the table next to them went, I'll have a Palmer too. Just don't make me choose. Good day, y'all, and welcome to episode 50, T. Now, da, 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 da. Big, the big 5-0. That's right. Ah. It's the best your best decade, which I like keep telling. I keep telling myself oh. that, but I, well, yeah, I like when they say you made it to 50. <laughs> 50 is the new 40. Oh, yeah. I, I wish I felt that. like I did when I was 40. Uh, yes. Yeah, so actually, I've had to have a little bit of dental work done. So if I sound a bit funny, please excuse me. It's At least I'm going over the hill, you know. That's right. At least I'm not dribbling. Um, now. This is a topic close to my heart mm-hmm. because I love iced tea. I like tea, but I miss going through the drive-thru and getting an iced tea. I don't want a Diet Coke or uh, And even at whatever. the restaurants and stuff, there's no such thing as iced tea. No. And so I really – or or they charge you something ridiculous like $5 <laughs> yeah. for it because it's like a special sort of here's your brewed tea in your yeah. ice. And it's like, can't you just make it in a jug in the back? It's an American thing, sort of like. Yeah, it is American thing because the Australians drink hot tea. Yep. And iced coffee. That's it. And not many people in America drink iced coffee. Now they do more because of Starbucks. Yeah. But mostly they drink iced tea. And, the and ice- they don't drink hot tea. No. And then when they drink the hot tea, it's with lemon, right? Yeah, <laughs> not because with milk, not like with it is milk. here. Yeah. Yes, that's because right. When, I get them confused all the time. Like if I go to a place and you know, and especially. When I first moved here, and the coffee was so bad, or were you flying on Qantas and stuff? Yeah. You know, I don't like plunger coffee, and the coffee is pretty awful. Uh, I'll order tea, and it was, and I said no milk. Oh, what? Oh, black tea? Oh, we only got regular tea. No, that's right, black tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, on an aside, I used to find that really confusing. So here I was, sixteen years old, leaving my family. So I'm like, yeah. Yep. On the plane, tired, 24 hours in, it was the flight from Sydney to Melbourne. And they said, and I said, I'll have a coffee. And she's, oh, you, a white coffee? And I went, oh, white, <laughs> what, 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 like, what does that mean? Like, is yeah. that a special kind yeah. of coffee? Can't, doesn't have milk in it? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, she just, goes, yeah, with, you know, white, with, with milk. I went, oh, yes, I'll yeah. have a coffee with cream. I have now changed over. Um, now you just say I have a latte. Yeah. That's right. I have a coffee. Uh, but I found it was it, – that's been a huge culture shock for me. And when I go home, I can probably float away with all the iced tea that I try to get in. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and I don't like it flavored. I want um, – Well, some of the flavored ones are good. I know at uh, – uh, oh, what's the one with the bird, Jack Robin or Robin? Uh, yeah. It's in the malls. It's sort of like a TGIF, but uh, uh, I'm not sure. Red Robin. Oh, Red Red Robin. Robin. Yeah, yeah. So they were doing like strawberry icing, like real strawberry pulp in it. Oh, that would be good. (laughs) Then we go back to the Sopranos with the pulp. (laughs) (laughs) I'll throw the phone at you. Um, I like, I actually, I've made in my Thermomix, I've made peach tea like that because I brewed it and put chopped peaches in, like they have a little straining thing Mm -hmm. and taken it out. But I don't like artificial flavors, maybe that's my problem. Could be. Um, now, we're not normally political. We're not? We're not, usually. Oh. We just make fun of equal opportunity making fun of people. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> but uh, this is a quote from – I can't claim this. It's not me. It's 
good old Jimmy Fallon. One of the candidates at the GOP debate, George Pataki, said his routine before every debate to drink was to drink a diet lemon snapple uh, and pray, which is also the advice Chris Christie gets from his doctor. Poor <laughs> <laughs> Chris, he's on the bunt of all of the heavy jokes. He is. Yeah, poor he, guy. Well, although. He just he leads himself open to some other jokes, but then you don't feel so bad about the yeah. uh, fat jokes. Now we've got a bit of housekeeping, which I will hand uh, over to you. Go get the broom out now. Yes, or the please. Vacuum? Got the dustbuster. All right. Well, the housekeeping. Well, we're going to talk about the listener discount code oh. for the month, mm-hmm. and so the discount code for this month is harvest. Now we change that every month. That's right. Okay. So this is the month of what month are we in now? We are in September. <laughs> September, thank you. Although we knew a kid or Brenda knew a kid once that called it Depstember. So sometimes we call it that. Okay. October. Yes. October. So using that discount code harvest, <laughs> it entitles you so to that you could plug that in and get some special discounts when you shop online or do uh, internet shopping or click and collect. It's not right. good in the store, but that's okay. Well, yeah. you know, depending on what's going on with the world, click and yeah. collect's your best option. Yeah, and uh, don't forget, we're coming up to our one year anniversary. Yes. Yeah. So this is our fiftieth show, our golden show. Go- that's right. Yeah, our producer you- just told me that's the he- golden anniversary. Did he bring us presents? Yeah, gold. Yeah, yeah. where is it? Yeah. He's it's- wearing a very brightly yellow- brightly colored. No, that's shirt. gold. Yeah. Now <laughs> uh, and-, yeah, and also. We have got an issue. So what we have asked was, everyone, send us your questions because we want to do a listener-based show. Yep. And we were going to contact some of the people that sent us emails and see if they need anything else. And all of our emails are gone. What happened to them? They're all, I think they're all deleted. They're I in ju- the cloud? I don't know. I don't know. Someone's. I'm, I'm off work for a few days and look oh. what happens. So if you're listening. It must have been Sean because he throws everything out. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He should have his own Netflix show about organizing <laughs> warehouses. So um, our old friends that we have corresponded with, mm-hmm. please send us another email and touch base with us and we will send you a note back out. If you have any questions, um, give us a call. I know Megan Cusack was asking about the orange um, Pillsbury uh, cinnamon rolls, okay. but orange rolls. Mm-hmm. But you know, people ask what they can order and what we can't get and what they'd love to see. So please do that and contact us at, and you'll have fresh new emails, yeah. podcast at usafoods.com.au. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Pillsbury. Yes. It's going to be very limited supply coming up because of all the things to do with uh, containers and everything. And it's hard to get a reefer container, which uh, is refrigerated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and get any container. So, you know, we're pulling out all sorts of strings and stuff to make sure we have adequate supply coming, still coming in, which we, right now we do. And, um, but one of the things that is coming is to make your own Pillsbury cinnamon rolls with, you know, like they do the icing. Yeah. Well, there's cinnamon roll icing (gasps) that's already pre-made. Oh, because that's really the best bit, isn't it? Yeah. So just (laughs) don't buy the cake mix, just buy the icing. So maybe we should, it's usually, it's like a, uh, it's not. It's not an equal. No, like when when people buy it, they buy more cake mix than they do icing. But uh, maybe this case it might be the other way around. Ah, uh, you should always have an extra spare container of icing around. Mm-hmm. Now today's show. So iced tea. We're going to do some U.S. Uh, regional tea traditions. Which one of them is you know like sweet tea and sun tea? 
and um, you know, one of the favorites of many, Long Island iced tea. <laughs> There's no tea in that. No, no. Although there's an interesting story with that. Um, there's some, you know, special American tea brands that mm-hmm. I'm sure our uh, British friends might scoff at, but we like. Um, we'll do it. We're going to change things up and do a brief history and um, talk about why iced tea is king in the U.S. and instant tea and tea bags as well. There's a little bit of history with that. Yeah, don't forget Hawaiian tea. We talked oh, about yeah, that too. Yes, we haven't done that. Yeah. That Dan. Okay, so and that leads us to today's fun fact. Oh, let's go. Two. So IC has led to an addition to the standard cutlery set. Yes. So the regular cutlery set, you get knives, spoons, and spoons. And yep. now you get an iced tea spoon, which Barbara has shown me, right? Yes, it's a, like a teaspoon with a really a long, long handle. handle. Mm. And this was my great-grandmother's. And I did just tell Phil a minute ago, yep. one of my children had the audacity to take one of these to work with them. And I... Just about murdered Scolded her. her. I did. Doesn't leave the house, thank mm. you. And fun fact two, the most common tea in the U.S. prior to World War II was green tea. Wow. But then guess what cut off? Got cut <laughs> the off. green tea. <laughs> the yes. green tea during World War II. Had to do with the Japanese. Yes. So tea supplies began um, to so sow through India, and so it's black tea. Mm-hmm. And uh, now also- Presidential sort of fact. So see separate schedule. Or should we go schedule? Sh- yeah, you say it, Brendan. Schedule? Schedule. Oh, God, I schedule? hate that schedule. so much. It's the coin's English. Yeah. Uh, no, you I become don't think 10% that- less handsome when you say that. <laughs> okay, it's like so- you got to have something in your mouth. Like the, the news announcers, you know, like they're supposed to be, you know, so correct in the way they talk, but they can't say schedule. No. Schedule. <laughs> Like you start, you're starting to sound like Curtis. <laughs> Curtis, that's Stop. where they got it from. <laughs> okay. July 1787. Here are a few days. So there's 16 days of George Washington's schedule. And 12 out of the 16. <laughs> he was he, drinking tea? He was drinking tea. He had to go meet someone and drink tea. Yeah. Uh, he went to a few parties. And I want to know who Mrs. Livingston is because he had tea with her a few times. Well, you know that old thing about George Washington slept here? Yeah. Well, there's, okay. a, there's a few of those that said, and then spent the evening. <laughs> yeah, spent the evening with uh, Mrs. Livingston. Yeah. That's, yes. Uh, you know, like, what was it? So Friday the 6th sat for Mr. Peel to draw my picture in the morning, dined at the city tavern with some gentlemen of the convention, and spent the evening at home. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, Mrs. Livingston. Yes. <laughs> well, went to the Morris's house and spent the evening yeah. after drinking tea. Because, like, you know, back in the day, you know, when you slept with somebody. Yes. So George Washington slept here. Uh, yeah. They're just a rowdy bunch of well, Politicians are still doing the same thing. Yeah, let's yeah. see. We can't go too far there. <laughs> no matter which side of the fence Mr. you're Wiener. on. So <laughs> Wiener. So What a name. I know. He's so <laughs> aptly named. <laughs> Now, oh, um, Mr. Wiener, here's Mr. Como. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll be back after the break. I'm oh, okay. stealing your line. <laughs> All right, we're back, Barbara. Thank you very much. Now we're going to talk about regional teas and traditions. So I think the first thing we'll start with is sweet tea, or as it's called, the table wine of the South. So that's (laughs) like 
regular tea, I see that normal people have just with more sugar. Uh, so much sugar. I had the best <laughs> time. That's right. And you don't have to worry about going to dentists down south no. a lot of places. No. <laughs> they have no teeth anyway. <laughs> you just back that up with some Mountain Dew or some Coca-Cola and yep. you're fine. Yahoo! Um, I had the best time. Well, I watched a few videos. I have to say, years ago, I did go out with a boy that had a southern mother and she used to make the tea. Yeah. She'd have a big pitcher and I used to watch her make it and it was like two and a half cups of sugar in it. Wow. I <laughs> know, oh, and it was, and then you'd hear it. She go, "You keep stirring until you can't hear it crunching." They use that anymore. Dixie sugar too. Oh, it's yeah. bad. So, so, but you know, this is where, like, if I go back to America, you know, and if I want to have a drink, so I'll have an iced tea, or because I don't want to have soda all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it's always pre, you know, sweetened. You know, it's sometimes some places don't have just you know tea, naked tea, and um, and that's where. It comes in to ask for, uh, you know, uh, tea, but if they have naked tea and then that, then you got to put sugar in it, uh, you know, just a little bit, but then it just goes to the bottom and then you're not getting any sweetener. So that's where I think the uh, Palmer ID yes. came in because then you put the lemonade into it and that's your sweetener and it's only 50% of the sugar that you should get. Yeah. 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 Or that's the only time I used to use like sweet and love. Mm-hmm. Because it would dissolve in the iced tea. If, like right. I was getting a gallon, and I just needed to take the edge off. Yeah. That one. That's work. a small one at Seven <laughs> Eleven in, in the U.S. Yes, with a small bottom that'll fit into the cup yeah. holder. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> it's like a barrel. It is. It's a barrel with this little, little tiny thing yeah. on the bottom. Um, I was talking to mom about that, and she didn't have sweet tea for years, and she went someplace. It was always, but my. Grandfather, one of my earliest memories, I remember my grandfather with a nice teaspoon, which I'm waving around, he said, come over here, Sook, hmm. which is what he called me. It wasn't bad like it is here. He'd sit me on his knee and he would put a spoon of sugar in it and stir it and keep stirring, but yeah. just sit at the bottom. Yeah. Never, Instead never of now we have a straw, you're sucking all the sugar. <laughs> sugar. Yeah. Um, but the sweet tea is also, because of the heat often, is had almost breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's just all day. So people go through gallons. They'll have that, not water. So maybe that's where there's a diabetes problem as well in my Mm. country. Um, You ever drink the water down south? Yeah. Yeah. Comes out of the Missouri River or the Mississippi. Well, my hometown, you have to put the water out of the tap and you have to let it sit for five minutes for it to settle. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you turn the lights out, it glows. Yes, yes. So uh, Southern, so let me just give you an idea. So Southern Sweet Tea, I saw this grandmother who was burling her water. Yeah. Sounded like my grandma. Um, so it was six cups of water, two cups of sugar, and you just let it let it burl. Well, boil. Well, she didn't say it that way, but burl. yes. Yeah. And then you put six tea bags and you then you turn it off and let it sit there for like 12 hours. Hmm. Just get all that juice out of those tea bags. That's right. And you squeeze all that out. Yeah. And then she added six cups of cold water. Yeah. And then that made her. her I remember batch living of tea. in the Bronx. Like people used to recycle their tea bags. This. Yeah. So you used to have like the window in the kitchen and it had like a grate that came out. So yeah. you could put like stuff there, like potatoes and stuff there. So people used to have, you know, dip their tea bag in, you know, drain out and then put them onto this little grate out there and let them dry again. And then you reuse them. Well, I you know what? I have done that with expensive tea before. Just to, oh, to tea. the truth's coming out. I has I have done that. And uh, do you know that eighty five? It's coming up later, but I think this is important. Eighty five percent of the tea 
had in the US is iced. So no. it's just yeah, nobody drinks hot tea in America. No, no, no. And so We're a hot tea, tea nation. <laughs> and I think the teas that we sell mm. are all sweetened. So mm. that's what people oh, yeah. want. So I think everyone thinks American tea is sweet. But then I come from the hippie coast or the west coast, and we've got our sun tea. Well, they had to do that there because they have to put it in to a big jar, put the little sun tea bags in it, yep. and then experience it. <laughs> And just watch it. How many people Meditate does it take it. to make California <laughs> sun tea? <laughs> One to make it and 12 to experience it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so we used to do that. They were even sold special jugs, leave it to yeah, our I people yeah. to make special equipment that we all have to have. And um, we often use some hippie tea and, <laughs> and do it. But then they found out it's not good for you. The sea, because if you let it sit too long, yeah. you might grow some amoebas in there. <laughs> so maybe that's why the sugar is better. It just kills it everything. It kills else. everything else. Huh? But if you want real good, if you want sweet and sweet tea, the hippie way to do it is put honey in it. That, then the honey will sink to the bottom. That's exactly too. what yeah, You got to put the honey in it into a hot tea and then cool it. <laughs> uh, right. And then we've got Long, da, 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 long, long Island, Island iced tea. tea. You know, when I went to Long Island for that wedding out in Montauk. Yeah. I didn't have any iced tea out there. <gasps> Not Long Island iced tea, anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, did you go? I'll have a little bit of gin and tequila yeah, and yeah. everything else. Vodka. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but not all together. <laughs> I was trying. I think Brendan asked me what it was when we were going out because it was on a menu, and I said, "Look, it's all this clear alcohol, and then you just float Coke over the top to give yeah. it the color of iced, iced tea, tea. and it comes it. in like an iced tea glass, and it looks like iced tea. And then you just try to stand up." After mm. you have it. Um, but there is a variant, which, you know, hard to believe. Um, it came up, was come up by and is called John Daly. Like the, he the did, golfer. Yeah, the golfer with yeah. the pants <laughs> and the bad attitude and like yeah. he ever did anything naughty. He's spoken on a golf course. That's yeah. right. God bless him. Yeah. Um, so his contains sweet tea and vodka and then half ice. So it's half iced tea, half lemonade, sweet tea and vodka. Yeah, so it's like an Arnold Palmer on speed. <laughs> <laughs> I do love it. And uh, there is a – I'm sure you know the story, but I was coming across how Arnold Palmer's drink got called on Arnold Palmer, which we yeah. sell at work. Yeah. So from what I read, he was in Palm Springs and he was having lunch and he ordered, I'll have a half – can you just get me a glass, half iced tea, half lemonade? And the lady at the table next to them went, I'll have a Palmer too. So it ended up yeah, being called Arnold Palmer. Palmer. Now, all, now all the rights are owned by the Arizona, <laughs> yeah, which we'll get to. Yes, we tea will company. get to. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, like one of the things, like when Brenda said, well, we're going to do a tea one. Yeah. What was the first thing that came to your mind when you said, you know, tea? Ice tea came to me. Ice tea. Mm-hmm. Me, being yeah. a New Yorker. Yes. The Russian tea room. Oh, oh, tell me about it. Well, they're still in existence. And I believe, I never went there because it was always like too floozy. Yes. All right. But it's in, I believe it's in Carnegie Hall or right by Carnegie Hall. It's in in that area there. But it's been around for about 100 years. And uh, looking at their website, you should take a look at the website. It's magical. It's the old, old school, the red, you know, uh, semicircle, horseshoe shaped boots. Dark, you know, so it's all that. Well, yep. It's ninety-two years old, 
uh, you know, but they go on saying that it's uh, a global renowned institution. Well, it, it's been in movies because I'm pretty sure it was in like Tootsie and a few other things I've seen because I, re- so I remember going, oh, one day I'd like to go there. Yeah, it says, so people from all backgrounds have an unforgettable dining and uh, celebration experience. So because oh. a lot of people, do, I guess, go there for a special. But they have like, you know, uh, a fixed menu for lunch and it's $65. And, you know, the food looks uh, really outstanding. Uh, I, that's some place I would love to go. Yeah. Um, Got to put on your finest there. You know, I would. Go. Well, I have to admit my crap television watching, which, you know, I did see an episode of The Real Housewives of New York. <laughs> did they and go to Russian TV? They, one of them had a birthday there. But I think if normal people acted like that, they would be kicked out. But it did look very but fancy. But the uh, other one, the, uh, something on the park, uh, that's been close to one in Central uh, Park. Yes. I can't think of the name yeah. of that one either. I can think of the movies I've seen it yeah. in, but I can't think of it. Well, it's funny because there is just off the – so the producer can get cranky hmm. off brand a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's just- yeah. So, Talking about tea. So, but I don't know if they serve tea there. Probably only iced tea. But it's Oh, not- they might have like Russian – because Russian tea is – Well, no, no. But the, the I, I believe the concept of calling the Russian tea room yep. because you go there for high tea. Yes. Okay. It has not really nothing to do with tea. It's like the English thing where they yep. call tea, like which I never understood. Do you have dinner? No, we're going to have tea. Oh. What's tea? Yeah, yeah, no. I was yeah. like that too. I'm like, what What am I missing? Yeah. Like, is there some- when are we having dinner? No, we're having tea. No, I don't want no tea. Just, just it's like being in the South. What's supper and tea and yeah. or supper and dinner and yeah. uh, um but so there's a tradition where the Russian aristocrats went to France before they got out before the revolution. So you can buy some beautiful Russian teas but made in France, Ooh. like Prince Vladimir and stuff, which my mom loves, which has like orange um uh, rind in it, right? All of that. But there is this woman. I have seen this before. And if you look in some old crappy recipe books, like yeah. I have, it's called Russian tea. And you know what it's in it? Vodka. <laughs> no, it's oh. so awful. It's tang. Yeah. Tang. That's uh, a Russian invention. That's right. Powdered tea. Yeah. Sugar. And then sometimes like orange cordial. Isn't there enough sugar in the tank? Well, <laughs> yes. And the powdered tea she was using was not. Oh, it wasn't. wasn't, wasn't tea. Wasn't yeah, nest it was tea, just yeah. like. Sweet tea yeah. and all that. And people think that that's Russian tea. But let me tell you, that yeah. ain't it. But um, it was quite funny. All right. So let's go about the uh, tea brands yes. that we find in America. Yes. Well, here's- So we got Bigelow and you got little packets here. First one is Bigelow. Bigelow Constant Comet, which came to us accidentally. Yes. Well, <laughs> Not accident. You asked for it. Yes. You asked. For it. Remember it's that my TV fault. show? You asked for it. I love that show. And I get, I got to go look that up now on YouTube. Okay. Uh, and they, uh, you asked. Well, you did ask for it. I did. So ask we for said, it. oh, we'll have you know like uh, six. Thinking like yeah, we'll oh, get like six little boxes. Box. They said six cases. What are we gonna do with all these? So we put them on the shelves. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. yeah. So I well, I think I've bought a lot of them, but it was. Um, That's the first one. That's that- Ruth. Bigelow, Bigelow. Mm-hmm. 1945. Was, that's right. She was an interior designer. Oh. And she wanted this tea, and she kind of played around with it with orange rinds and sweet spices, which is where the Russian thing kind of comes in. And um, she looked up an old colonial tea recipe and kind of riffed on yeah. it. And then um, she had a party, like a little afternoon tea with her friends 
And everyone talked about it. It's like, ooh, this is different, right? So she received constant comment on it. Oh, that's how they so got the name. So that's how they got the name. Uh, but it's actually, it's like a, it tastes like more aniseed in it, right? It's not like uh, a licorice It's taste? orange. No, oh, it's orange. orange. Well, maybe my taste buds were off the day I tried it. Yeah, well, I'll make you one. Okay. And um, so, and it's been uh, in a Leonard Cohen song. So there's a line saying, and she feeds you tea and oranges that come oh. all the way from China and Suzanne, which oh, refers yeah, to constant, constant comment. But it wasn't the uh, the one that I remember was uh, not by Leonard Cohen that did Suzanne takes you now. It was, uh, I don't forget who covered that song. Katie Lang, Constant no. Driving. Constant <laughs> driving. No. Anyway. Anyway, that was like one of my favorite, uh, like a little hippie song that I used to like in the uh, 60s. In the hippie days? In the hippie days, yeah. Um, well, it wasn't Donovan, but somebody like Someone like that with the story songs yeah. that used to do that. Um, they also began um, one of the first people to begin, begin putting the tea bags in cardboard boxes instead of tins. Wow. So that saved a little bit of money. And yeah. only two people know the formula. The parents. Wow. And then oh. the son, or so the mother, Ruth, and the son, David Jr., and his wife. So that's three. Mm-hmm. Um, so it remains unchanged from the original. Constant comment. And I love it. My Aunt Lynn, who sometimes could be really cranky. I thought the, you were going to say bitchy. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. But I was trying to be nicer because my mother will get after me. Oh, okay. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> but she... She always had this, and I remember that's when the times that she was really nice, she'd make you a little cup of iced tea out yeah. of it. Okay, and then we've got well, Jeanette, and you like this brand too, uh, Stash. Mm-hmm. Stash is a good brand. Makes nice tea. They they were making it one time, which was my favorite. I don't know if they still make it or not. It was uh, double Earl Grey, so yes. double Bogomont Earl Grey mm. tea. I remember you gave me a tea bag once of that. I was very honored. I could have it back. Did you dry it out? <laughs> dry it out. So that was founded in 72 in Portland, and it derives its name from tea folklore. Tea was once a va- so valuable, traditionally transported by clipper ships, and on the, the front of their packaging it has it. Um, a ship's captain was typically presented with the finest for his personal use, which was regarded as his... Stash. Which has sort of changed meaning over the years, but... Yeah. I'm going to see where, where before Cheech and Chong got to everything. We'll see where it was. Yeah. That's right. Just don't drink it. Just don't yeah. drink it. That's right. Still dried herbs of some sort, but yeah. Well, then back in the day, they used to also call marijuana tea. I, well, that was before my time. Uh, before your time. But I, I think because that. it looked like, you know, tea. Gina, story time. <laughs> my I, mom can remember my mother because my dad was a narc. Yeah. So my mother and my grandmother sitting at the kitchen table rolling joints of oregano for dad to <laughs> sell. <laughs> I was like, how many people bought that and pretended to be high? Yeah. Oh, this is good stuff. Yeah. Speaking of it's pretending to be. Mexican oregano. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Get the good stuff in. Not your skunk oregano. Um, so Celestial Seasonings. Yes. Is a little bit of a hippie company. Sounds like from Boulder, Colorado. So and now that marijuana is legal in Colorado, they could even make a, a special blend. They could. They could. But I love the history as I was reading it. 
the founders were, here we go, were gathering herbs and flowers oh. from the mountains and selling them to health food stores <laughs> in 1969. The summer of love. That's right. So they, um, in 1970, they created some blends such as Sleepy Time and Red Zinger, which you can still get. Yeah. And Red Zinger is nice. I, I like that. That's lovely. And actually, this I've read some cake recipes where you can use that for like coloring as well. Yeah. So for things. Um, its annual gross sales has exceeded. $100 million. <laughs> Now, to bring Bigelow back into it, I love the Celestial Seasonings was purchased by Kraft Foods in 84. Hmm. Kraft announced in 85 that they would sell Celestial Seasonings to Lipton, and the sale was challenged successfully by Bigelow under antitrust laws. And uh, local management purchased the company back from Kraft in 88. There you go. Comes around, goes around. Yeah, and it was so happy because about 10 years ago, we really started seeing it in um, stores here because mom used to mail that to me. I've had so much tea taken away from quarantine, (laughs) like by quarantine. Oh, yeah. What's in there, lady? Yeah. Well, they they burnt all of my – they incinerated all of my constant comments and a few other things. I'm like, well, it's dried. Yeah. I can't plant the oranges here. Does it work? What? The sleepy one? Yes, it does, actually. I've tried to semi-naturally drug our children with it over the years. So what's in it? Menatoma? (laughs) <laughs> melatonin melatonin thank you no it's got different um mints in it so it's got spearmint and peppermint and a few other things okay. so yeah Jeanette drinks a lot of mint tea i'm not a mint tea drinker i'm gonna throw this too there's hawaiian tea yep because when you went to the hawaiian taste rant well the, the, you brought we some ha- back we did as have, well yeah but we did have uh hawaiian tea that we did bring in yes no, we did noh is the name of the yeah no yeah and uh yeah it we thought it would sell better than it, but it didn't. I, I don't know why. That's just one of those things. Oh, uh, yeah. And I think it depends on who recognizes what brand. Yeah. Like people don't. Now, now that brand is more pronounced in the U.S. also. So if yeah. we do it, do it again, probably more people recognize it. That's, that's exactly right. Because they made a lot of dry seasoning mixes, mm-hmm. you know, that were based out of, uh, you know, you food that we talked about the other week. Yep. And a lot of Filipino blends and stuff yep. like that. I've and, got a Dobo mix still. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Oh, there's also now probably the most famous and something we sell a lot of people want a lot of. Snapple. Snapple. Now, I remember when Snapple first came out. Yep. And the biggest one on the radio. So the biggest promoter on the radio was uh, the New York uh, shock jock. Oh, Howard Stern? Howard Stern. He was the biggest promoter of it. Just because he loved it. Oh, well, that's not even. And then they started advertising on it on his show. But that's the best promotion you can have yeah. is someone loves it. Mm. But yes, Howard. Howard Stern. Howard. Yeah. Somebody says he wears a wig. He's really bold. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I just haven't seen it. I'd like to see him without his glasses on. <laughs> Does he have eyeballs? Uh, so, yeah, it was founded in 72 and it's all New York based. Um, and it's been in so many shows. And I think that's part of the love of people it, wanting it from us. Yeah, it's a pop culture type thing. Like, know, it's like Apple. That's you know. right. And uh, Elaine, Jerry, would offer yeah. Elaine a Snapple. And she's like, nah. Because why not? You have to shake it. Because <laughs> what's so hard with shaking it? Or uh, his neighbor or the the pack, the guy that owned the uh, Pakistani restaurant, yeah. he offered it to him as well. And he goes, no, too fruity. Too fruity. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> With the finger. Yeah, that finger. He had that long extended finger. <laughs> so 
they uh, it was funny because they made a carbonated apple juice as they were moving from juices, right? Yeah. And one of the batches fermented in the bottle and blew all the lids off. So that's how the Snapple, Snapple. Snappy Apple. The snappy Apple. Snapple. Not be confused with uh, Boone's Farm apple wine. No. <laughs> it's also. No, that's yeah. like, what's that here? That is uh, the ginger, Stone's ginger wine? Green ginger? Yeah. Yes, that's but it. I'm getting the, the other thing is with Snapple, why it always had that real different taste than all the other iced teas is the main reason it was always packed in glass. Yes. Because it was packed hot. I did not know ah, that. And so, therefore, it still kept a fresh brewed taste because it was packed hot. You can't do that into plastic. But now they're selling Snapple in plastic. I don't know how they're getting around it. But they still have glass. And a lot of times yeah. we, we just we just order it and we get what we get. So sometimes we're getting plastic. Sometimes we're getting glass. Because sometimes I'll, I'll be, it'd be interesting to have a look because you could do their pink lemonade in it, I would mm. assume. But yeah. there's the teas. I am, um, And I've seen them on Celebrity Apprentice. They had to – it was Brett Michaels. Yeah. I forgot who he was against now, and he had to make his own tea flavor. That's where Mango Madness oh, came from, that one. That's a good one. That is – well, I'm allergic to it, but yes, it would be. Um, and also, it actually started – I love the peach tea, too. Uh, it yeah. always tastes the fuzz in it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was originally known, the company, as the unadul- unadulterated food product. Yep. So there you go. And as they say, it's made from the best stuff on earth. That is it. Um, Oh, it's been in the public schools in New York also since 2003. (laughs) Who they paid off on that. Anything that goes into school systems or public domain in New York, somebody got paid off. Well, you're sure about that. And they also, well, what they originally said is they put it in the vending machines with water, as their brand of water, and they would donate, I think it was $8 million to it, to the school system. But yeah. yeah. So the $8 million, $2 million went to... Vito. Yeah. No offense to any Vitos we know. Um, and it was trying to make the whole idea was trying to make Snapple New York's official beverage. Yes. But I don't know how. I that think it is really you know because that's where it originated from and and it started there and it just grew out from from New York. Well, yeah, and the shows it's been on are New York shows like yeah. you know Seinfeld and all that and the real facts on the inside of the lead. We, yes. we read those around work too. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. walk out into the warehouse and sort of like Laffy Taffy of facts. That's right. James will open one and goes, Hey, Bart, do, do you want to know a real fact? <laughs> and uh, you can actually, if you're uh, having a trivia night or want to prove your brother in law wrong or anything, there are real, the, all the real facts are available on the company website. So you don't have to argue about uh, like on Seinfeld when there it's the Moors. No, it's the Moes <laughs> <laughs> with the Bubble Boy. <laughs> it's oh, the, the Moops. Boy, it's the it. Moops. That's right. It's the Moops. No, it's the Moors. <laughs> it's the Moops. <laughs> it says right here the Moops. It's a misprint. It's the Moors. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch Bubble Boy again. I love that. Now let's go on to another uh, New York based. Hey, you know, for guys that don't drink that much iced tea. Yeah, they drink a lot of iced tea. Yeah. New York is sort of producing all the iced yeah. tea. Well, this one here, I think this was uh, came out after Snapple because the yeah. mafia caught on to it and said, because this is made by guys that I think it's the Ferrantini brothers or yes. something like that. Yes, something like uh, that. There's some type of connection in there because it's made there by these guys, right, out of Brooklyn. And then the company's called Arizona. And then it's like made in Maryland or something. So it's everywhere. It's everywhere. So they can't pin anything down on anybody. And only three people <laughs> own it. The 
the man and the two sons. Yeah. And they look like, and I like the pictures of the two sons. Deep V shirt showing off their pecs uh, and some hair and a gold chain. Of course, yeah. I just, it made, made me think of Night at the Roxbury, like they'd be dancing. <laughs> <laughs> but they started what they were first really known for. And I remember being excited, and I still am when we get these in, the giant cans. Yeah. I was like, that, like, that's like 17 servings. That'll kill Well, they they, uh, they put on there, now they have to buy lore, have to put on it because they say like that's more than one serve. Yeah. You know, so they could keep like, oh, it's only 150 calories, not per container. No. Yeah. So but has, on the US law now, they have to have yeah. three columns. Like one is, uh, you know, one has to be like what it is mm-hmm. per serve. And then what it is per container, because most people are drinking per container. That's right. That's a serve. Yeah. Like a bag of chips. Um, So that can holds 680 mil of iced tea. That's a lot. You know, yourself, people used to go to 7-Eleven in the morning and get one of those giant Slurpees or big uh, refill free thing. And it's like, you know, six quarts. That's right. (laughs) I used to call, we had this... um, accountant that worked where I worked and he'd be in there really early in his suit. And I always thought it was funny because he'd come in with one of those giant, Kevin Berkmeyer, a giant big gulp. <laughs> and I was like, how old are you? Are you are yeah. you in high school? Well, it was only 99 cents. Because it's my coffee. It's got the sugar and the caffeine in it. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so Arizona sells $1.4 billion <laughs> of lemon tea, green tea, Arnold Palmer and 80, 85 other varieties. Well, that's it because they have got the green tea. I mean, not the green tea, the Arnold, Arnold Palmer tea. Yeah. And uh, even his face is on it. And we sell that one with, by the gallon when we like get when it. I used to like when it used to come in like the uh, the smaller bottles and the top was like a little golf ball. Oh, no, that was very cute. That was good. That has to be around somewhere else. Uh, so you go do this quote by this uh, Tom Holland, this British novelist? Oh. Yes, I thought. This was funny because I was looking at things about iced tea and it said American style iced tea is the perfect drink for a hot sunny day. It's never really caught on in the UK, <laughs> probably because the last time we had a hot sunny day was back in 1957. <laughs> yep, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so a little history lesson now. Yes. So tea started in China. They, you could have all the tea in China. Remember that little phrase? That I, do. Say? Yeah. I do. I do. And finishing with the good old Southern sweet tea. Yes. So how that happened. Uh, So the Chinese gifted the world with tea and all the ways to consume it. And then once, you know, international sort of shipping happened, it hit Europe. Yeah. So the Brits took it on. Uh, More than anyone else. It became their drink. That was their drink. Yeah. Because the Europeans ended up drinking the coffee. That's right. Because they had some competition. But- the British, how they love to colonize and take, you know, find new horizons. They decided, stuff you, China. We're going to come up with our own tea industry and did that in India. So, so that's how it got started there. That's how it got. They thought they'd make their t- own tea industry, which they did. Yeah. And that's why we come and to that's like- that's where most of the teas come from. That's There's right. so many salon and all that. And so we have the black teas as well. Yeah. And about the same time that was kicking off, cane sugar became more available. Um, through, uh, I think it was the Virgin Islands oh, yeah, and Dominica like and Haiti and, and all that. Cuba. Yep. So the British actually brought the tea and the sugar to the U.S. Yeah, that's a whole other story about the sugar, and it's all owned by one uh, yes. former Cuban refugee in the U.S., and he controls it. Ooh. So it's, we should- it's, it's on that show that you told me to watch. 
Oh, the um, yes. What is it? Um, obsessed. Uh, rotten. 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 Yeah. I'll relook at that one. Um, I'm writing. I'm writing notes over these. Everything here. And that, that's why all the <laughs> beverage companies switched over to uh, cane syrup. Uh, not cane syrup. To uh, corn syrup. Uh, corn syrup because it was a lot cheaper. Because this guy was fixing the prices on the. Every still does is a racket. Yeah, it is a racket. And depending on where you're from, too, because I grew up with sugar beets was the sugar around me, yeah. not cane. Mm-hmm. So it's quite funny how things will like we talk about Coca-Cola tasting differently because of the different sugars and yeah. corn syrups. It's the same thing. So I will have to spend some time watching rock. Um, so the Americans, God bless us, uh, use tea to break up. With the UK. Oh. Well, you know. The Boston Tea Party. The Boston Tea Party, which will come through. We'll yeah. talk a little bit about that. But it's don't tell us what to do. And then you got Prohibition also that started all the teetotalers. That's exactly right. And, uh, what an idea that was. <laughs> Everybody was so miserable. Yeah. Well, and then everyone else, so the, not the people that weren't miserable, were getting wealthy off the- uh, Off the, yeah, the illegal booze. Yeah, because yeah, you can't- Stop it and yeah. some bathtub gin. It's worth a few deaths. People are worried about the deaths with vaccines. Imagine with the, with the gin exactly. turpentine putting stuff. I mean, really. So the global ice trade um, came about the same time. And then in, this, in the South, often the colonial way to have tea or ice cold tea was right. a tea punch, which is oh. booze. <laughs> Right, so you know you have a little rum. Well, that so one was um, tea, ice cubes, milk or sweet cream, and Beaujolais. Beaujolais. When that curdled the wine. Yeah. Anyway, but like you said, prohibition stopped the booze going into the iced tea, and uh, by the time it was over, people were used to drinking it plain. And that's why I never figured out how vinegar came about. Because wouldn't you want to drink the the wine before it turned? (laughs) I don't know. And throw it away. Oh, this is disgusting. No, let's put it on salad. Well, <laughs> now, Boston Tea Party. Yeah. I did stay awake during history class. We'll only cover this quickly. Um, so this basically could be called why uh, we drink more coffee than tea in the U.S. So, and six- Well, because the Brits wanted to overtax it. You know? That's right. They did it twice. So they did it once and we went get stuffed and started smuggling it because, yeah. you know, American ingenuity. And then the British sort of made a deal with a tea company, which made a monopoly, which made it cheaper than the smuggled tea. Uh, but the U.S. still saw, you're still taxing us on it. We don't want to give you any money. The old thing, taxation without yeah, any representation. That's right. So that led to the Tea Party where uh, a bunch of protesters, but they were a little bit cheeky because they dressed like Native Americans rather than <laughs> themselves. <laughs> Sort of like the early version of a balaclava, maybe. I don't know. And they got out and they dumped all the tea. Overboard. Overboard. And then after that, there were boycotts of more tea. And that increased the consumption of other beverages, such as coffee and herbal teas. And drinking tea was seen being as unpatriotic. Which, yeah, so there we go. So that's why we're a patriotic bunch. And that helped start the revolution. And Juan Valdez. And then shot heard around the world, started the revolution. So. Okay, so that's the end of this section, and we'll take a little tea break. 
No, we're going to be talking about iced teas, King. What? Oh, I'm out of order again. <laughs> you're out of order. <laughs> yeah, you're out of order. Oh, now I'm out of order. Oh, my God. I haven't yelled in a week. That felt good. I'm going to have to go outside and scream. So iced tea is king. All right. I'm back in order. Right. And here we go. Our favorite thing, the World Fair. Oh, Chicago World Fair. Everything comes back to the World Fairs. Yeah. 1893. Well, yeah. A long time ago. So the Chicago one, they had a concessionaire. Yeah. Which would be a concession stand, but concessionaire grossed over $2,000 selling iced tea and lemonade. And probably at about two cents a glass. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. So, I mean, nickel would have been inflationary. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the next fair, which was in St. Louis in 1904, iced tea then became populi- popular- popularized and commercialized. And commercialized. Um, but it wasn't invented then, but it no. became, people became aware of that. And it's bloody hot in the summertime in oh, Missouri. Yeah. They'd be like humid. Yeah. Humid, hot, humid. Yeah. See, I like my dry heat, California dry heat. Yeah. And do, uh, in 1904, the mm-hmm. people ignored any hot drinks in search of cold drinks because it was a heat wave. Well. It's like the start of global warming. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Including iced tea. And this uh, That changed the way Americans thought about drinking their tea. Well, you know, you look at the British influence here, yeah. and I don't know how, you, how your mom was, but like Brendan's parents, it would be 40 degrees outside. And they'll have tea. My and they'll have the hot same- tea and they wouldn't have water. We'd have to go, remember, you need to drink some water. Yeah. Hot tea or coffee. Yeah. So your mom was, so that must be the British well, Yeah, but it was also my mother used to say when, and I remember she telling me that, you know, when it was hot, you drank tea because it made you sweat. Right. So then that cooled you cooled off. Cooled you off. But right. I'll just jump in. And what you do see on movies a bit, and it's probably played up a bit, but whenever there's a stressful situation in the UK in some cop and robber thing, they go into these places and they have a cup of tea. It's the first thing they do. Yeah, to relax. They cu- yes. It's like I can't do anything until I get a cup of tea. And then yeah. they go about solving yeah. it. That's better than having a cigarette. Yeah, That's like true. Lock, stock, smoke and barrel and, yeah. and James Bond and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. It's time, for time for tea. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, like when I get home most of the time now, I'll have a cup of tea. Phil, turncoat. But black tea. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes, um, black, uh, black tea is fine. Yeah. But actually, people know people know at work not to speak to me until I have my coffee. <laughs> well, in the morning, yeah, you have to have You have to have that. I can't have tea in the morning. No, it has to be. And then I'll, I can switch over yeah, as I can well. switch over about after 11 o'clock. <laughs> So, as we said earlier, in the 1917, so so we got married in 1991, and my great-grandparents got married in 1911, and that's her teaspoon. Yeah. So, wow. And ni- even at Lemon Forks. That's right. So, so 1917, by World War I, Americans were buying special tall iced tea glasses, long spoons, and lemon forks, yeah. like you said. because and Then they used them for Tom Collins after they didn't want any more tea. <laughs> Because you use the same type of glass. <laughs> yeah. So in the 30s. And a highball. And a highball, yeah. So yeah. although we had like a go- sort of these great glasses um, that were iced tea glasses, and I think there's one left at the house because over the years they broke. When I go home, yeah. it's the first thing I go in the cupboard and look for. It's like it's like my whoopee. Um, so, pe- so in the 30s, people were commonly referring to the tall goblet and crystal cell- sets as an iced tea glass. And then we uh, instant tea and tea bags. Right. Well, so, that came about, right? So because before that, you didn't have – so they made it convenient. That's right. By putting it into a bit little 
bag that was a filter bag, basically. And so here's where the here's where the controversy happens. Ooh. So dun, dun, dun. there is no there is an American patent on uh, tea, tea bags, but there's also people were using them to send samples to each other. Like try this tea, right? Okay. But. There's so much controversy. People say, no, Americans came up with that. And they're going, no, the British did that. And they're like, no, the Americans did it. So I don't know. Brits are starting again. But I reckon we did it because we are we like convenience. Instant tea, which we see now, like in the, we sell. Yeah, like the, 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 mostly the iced teas are all powdered teas. Yeah, so you so can do it. hydrated powdered tea. And people still ask for nest tea or yeah. unsweetened, unsweetened tea. So they can use that. Mom just said. They used to use that at home occasionally, but that was the only tea they would sweeten because it tasted so bad. Yeah. And, that, and now you can find the ICs and vending machines and convenience stores, which you never did. The vending no. machines was only soda. That's exactly right. And, and I, now, now you can buy water for more than the price of soda. <laughs> I, I could never figure that out. Now, here you buy a thing of Coke. Yep. Uh, say a bottle, you know, a plastic bottle. And, I don't know. It's three fifty, four dollars whatever. Right. Next to it, it's a bottle of water, same size, same price. Wait a minute. You didn't put any sugar in it. You, you didn't, didn't have put to do any, anything to you it. You did nothing. You, 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 you said that it's spring water where you, know, you put old springs in it or something. You know, it's not true. You know, and then you package it. Of course, you're you know, a nickel. It you another 10 cents to bring it to the store. And then you sell for the same price as Coke that costs them probably four times as much to make. And we're the what suckers. A scam. And we're the suckers for buying it. Although Melbourne tap water is great yeah i don't need it i buy one of those and then keep filling it up yeah all right uh (laughs) (laughs) don't buy that's the other thing okay whenever we get back to america right and if you go to vegas i think i told you this oh i know what you're gonna scam right they got all the guys on the little bridges that go over selling you water sell you water out of a little chest of ice and all that and they always like oh yeah here's your water and they always like Pretend that they're opening it. They're just getting the bottles out of the garbage, filling up with water, closing the cap up, and reselling it. Entrepreneurs. Oh, you're making me sick. Now, one quick note on instant tea. Blinn had constant comment. They had a little tiny jar. So it was about like maybe four inches tall, this little one. And you only needed a half a teaspoon. It was so concentrated to make it. Constant comment tea. Um, now, so that instant tea was brought back by um, Nestle yeah. or Nestle's in 1946. So then Lipton caught on and everyone else did. And also it was able, you were able to use the cheaper tea because you were, you know, dehydrating and crushing it so they could get more bang for their buck. Mm. So that is the history of instant tea. Okay. Now we take a break. Can we do a tea <gasps> break now? Yes, please. All right. We're taking a tea break. All right, we're back from our little tea break. Mm -hmm. Black tea, English breakfast. All right, now we're going to do a little more housekeeping. So just to remind everybody that the uh, discount word, wait a minute, I'm going. Okay, sorry. discount word is harvest, (laughs) like harvest moon. That's right. Can I talk now? Yeah, you could talk now. Okay. So if you want to come see us, we are at 67 to 73 Cochran's Road, Um, Our hours are 11, or sorry, 
10 to 5, Monday through Thursday, Friday 10 to 6, Saturday 10 to 5, and Sunday 11 to 5. And don't forget, Click and Collect is always there. So if we're ever That's in right. lockdown, which uh, we might have about, I know, we might be just in a constant lockdown. You just don't know. Like, what, don't you know, know, Sean said, we had to get used to the breaks between lockdowns. Yeah. And I thought, I don't like that. Well, you, you know what the hardest thing of the, of the last seven-day snap lockdown was? What? The first three weeks. <laughs> That's right. So come down and see us <laughs> or pick up something from us or whatever you need. And please subscribe to the podcast share or um, send us an email at podcast at usafoods.com.au, especially all of our lovely friends that, so Megan, if or Megan, sorry, if you can send me another one and um, different friends that went traveling that have shared their stories with us because we've lost them. Yes. So come back. Come, come back. back to us. Come back. Baby, come back. <laughs> okay, so we have any new listener mail? Uh, we've got some feedback from Leslie yeah. and my mom, but we don't have, well, I don't know, because when I check the emails, zip, Zippo nada. Zippo, wow. Nada. And sometimes I get crisp feedback, yeah. um, but I haven't been at work, so I haven't okay. done that. So everyone, if I've missed you, I will catch up to you. So part of the feedback is so... Hawaiian show. The Hawaiian show, yeah. right? Mom busted up laughing. She said, I reacted just like Phil did when she was in Hawaii and someone offered her poo-poos, <laughs> 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 which is the Hawaiian yeah. word for appetizers. But um, I don't remember too much of our trip to Hawaii because I had an allergic reaction to mangoes oh, yeah. and I was in the house. But I found out that they picked the mango from over a fence at a gas station. So was it? Am I allergic to mangoes or was it whatever was sprayed on the tree? I don't yeah. know. Um, but she loved the food trucks because she said that was all, all really, fresh food. Oh, and it was really yeah. good, just beautiful food. Um, and then she had something with the uh, back way back to the casserole episode. Wow, this is way back. Way back because um, she was talking about how her friends always loved to come to her house, so my grandma's mm-hmm. house. And part of the reason was they all loved her tuna casserole, which my grandmother evidently couldn't figure out. So she always had a bag of potato chips, a can of cream and mushroom, and a can of tuna in the cupboard. Because when the friends came over, she had that was the that's what oh, it was. That's what it was. That's all oh. it was. So crushed potato chips on top yep. and then that this potato chips that got them. That's it. So um and to our jingles episode. She said very informative and she enjoyed it but she doesn't she's feeling worried because she's getting these stories about Zana and myself that she, sometimes she oh. thinks she doesn't need to know them so All right. what was it exactly so, that was it Brenda so, so next she, day on the Zana day nah, okay. no uh, then I've got no fun stories but uh she uh. sent that to Brendan not Ooh. to me but just for her let's have it again yeah <laughs> what the jingle Oh, 444 5555. That's the number of the classified. Add the union to your 444 5555. Yep, there you go. Mom, yeah, have fun with that. And actually, while we're on it, and I've got Leslie and Mom here, I will give you my mother's iced tea recipe. Oh, great. Because she has a Mr. Coffee iced tea maker. Yeah. Which mine blew up. I need another. I need to get another one. I thought you got one. I did get one, and then it it blew up again. Freaking blew up again. So now we've had our electricity fixed in the house. Yeah, I'm going to risk it again. I think so. But so she has. There is a original spice, good earth tea. So that has Mm -hmm. natural. 
probably has licorice in that one. So that's sort of a spicy cinnamon tea. Yeah. Is that a shot? No. 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 Um, that's her own stash. That's my personal stash. And she would put, so it needs nine tea bags. Nine. Nine. Yeah. So she has three of the good earth. Mm-hmm. You can smell that. Uh-huh. It. It's very spicy. It's very California. Mm. And six of Lipton. And then that's what she uses. And she used to make them in little Ziploc bags and just throw them in. And uh, I also have, we've gotten to mention we, the Lipton cold brew bags. Yeah. So that was a different style. This one looks like you tea. had it around for a while. I have had that one around. It's my emergency stash. The, the white on the uh, paper is turning yellow. yellow. Yeah. That's right. I usually end up keeping one last of everything just in case I never get it again, which I know. So I like collecting things. Um, so that is the feedback at the moment. I will catch up with everyone else. I know we've got some friends that talk to us on YouTube as well, so we'll get to that next week. Okay. Now we're going to go into Nat Nosh. Okay. And to start off Nat Nosh, we're going to go to Nat Nosh you know, usually by the day, but we got three of them for the week. So this is like. A weekly one. So, uh, yeah. I like that. So this is Biscuits and Gravy Week. <sighs> Sweet baby Jesus. Yeah. I love biscuits and gravy. If they're made right and they don't taste like glue. That's right. Gina, when my dad was sick, I went I went to Caro's yeah. early in the morning because he was in a, like in a nursing home and I bought biscuits and gravy and I went in and that man who hadn't talked for a day was just like, oh, Barbie, Ugh. this is so good. Yeah. <laughs> And then it's also National Waffle Week. We got to go for waffles. Waffles, I love waffles. And uh, <laughs> Vegetarian Awareness Week. I'm aware, and you I'm, are too. I'm very aware. I'm yep. very aware. That vegetarians in my vegeta- family. We're very aware that they can be annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Only when I'm going. Oh, you vegetarian? I make lamb. <laughs> <laughs> the little lamb ate. ate yeah, vegetarian right. diet. Yeah. I'll just, I, I'm, I know my vegetarians are very sick of my cauliflower and breadcrumb pasta because that's my go-to vegan. See, now, that's very, I told you one time before, mm. my aunts made that and they blended up the the cauliflower into some type of broth or whatever and it comes out like a like mm. a sauce mm. and they use that with the, and that's a real old Roman dish before tomatoes from the New World came over. Maybe I can't. Maybe I'm my, I'm connecting with my past life. Yes. Also, it's, your Roman life. That's right, and it keeps the vegan happy as well as the vegetarian. <laughs> and you got to, but you got to put uh, anchovies into it because the anchovies dissolve and it gives it a um, kick. Okay, I won't do that for the vegan, but I might do that for us yeah. or not. Yes. All right. So today, Wednesday, September the eighth, is National Date Nut Bread. I like date nut. Yeah, I like date nut bread. But I haven't I'd had it in a long time. I haven't either. We should make that. Yeah. Slather butter on top of it, though. Yeah. And uh, tomorrow is a, a German one, National Wiener Schnitzel Day. Wiener Schnitzel. The Wiener Schnitzel. Shouldn't that be closer to Oktoberfest? You would think so. It's September. They're getting ready for it. Okay. That's right. You do have to train up for that yes. or else you might hurt yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Friday, September the 10th. National TV. I didn't even know this was a day. National TV Dinner Day. Oh. It's brought to you by Swanson. <laughs> and always the pea that jumped over into the apple cobbler or the brownie. There was always the peas and carrots and, and it then do that. September the 11th. How did this get in here? Oh, maybe Cole's or Safeway or Woolies put it in. Oh, yeah, that's right. They start selling them. Yeah, National Hot Cross Monday. What the Doesn't hell? Sorry. Coming around Lent. <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> Obviously, no Catholics were involved uh, yes. during that. Six months earlier, six months late. Yeah. yeah. And September the 12th, National Chocolate Milkshake Day. I can get behind that one. Yeah. Ooh, I know where there's a good chocolate milkshake that uh, we should get. And then uh, S- September the 13th, National Peanut Day. Now, I'm sure that's kicked around a few times, but okay. it's a big part of our uh, the U.S. sort of food habit. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, peanuts are in so many different things. Keeps uh, our ex-president Yeah, Mr. Mr. Carter. Carter. Maybe that's why he's still with us and still it's building still houses. Peanuts. Yeah. peanuts. And, and uh, then it's also the same day as National Pickle Time Day. Yay! It's always time for pickles. There's always time for a pickle. And then on Tuesday, the 14th, is National Cream-Filled Donut Day. Oh, that's our anniversary. Mm-hmm. Oh, Aww. so you have to get some cream filled. I know where to get some good ones. You where? Know where oh, yes, I know where to. Yeah. And it's also... Eat a hoagie day. <laughs> which makes me think of um, uh, Homer and my stepdad. <laughs> Herman loves a good hoagie. So hoagie is more like a Philadelphia term for a sub. Yeah. You know, like they, there's so many different terms for the same sandwich. Well, that's true. That we'd a like sub, to be different. A hero. A hero in, in New York, a hero is mostly a hot Italian, like Parmesan, chicken Parmesan. Like a meatball and, yeah, or a meatball. A meatball one. hero, yeah. Oh, my God, a meatball All sandwich. Right. Okay, and this week's sign-off. Well, so, uh, you know, Mr. – sorry, next week's show. Oh, next week's show. We got ahead of that. Oh, well – what are we, we doing for next week? Oh, was it potluck? <laughs> oh, oh my God. It's our anniversary show. It's oh. like real life where one of us forgets our anniversary. Yes. <laughs> well, the other day I got the phone call. The other, <gasps> did you remember what today was? Oh, that was so terrible. I know. And it, you know, it's always going to be a bad day when the first thing you hear from, <laughs> from your partner, oh, you you know what today is? Oh, Especially it? when the first guess was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not not Christmas. <laughs> it's, oh, it's not God. Father's Day. <laughs> Phil forgot Jeanette's birthday. Well, I get confused. You said it's your son's. Is it your son? It's not yeah, your son's because, birthday. Yeah, because I thought it was Phil's birthday. Because I get confused who goes first, him or Jeanette, and they're only five days apart. Well, that, there's no excuse for that because you. I think my father used to, to get Jeanette confused longer. also. My father used to get confused with my birthday, my sister's birthday, and my mother's birthday, all within four days. So mine's is fifth, my sister's sixth, and my mother. No, my mine was the fifth, <laughs> my sister's is tenth, and my mother's the sixth. Oh gosh. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still confused. I'm so confused, Mr. Carter. I'm so confused. Oh. Well, you did manage to get organized before you got home, which yes, was a I good did. thing. Was, yeah. Uh, and it surprised her because usually she gets a lot less than what I bought her. <laughs> well, maybe it was handy for getting in her. Yes. Okay. Anyway, Brendan, September 14th is the next one for you to remember. Yeah. Right. So, uh, you know. People are on stage and they're swigging alcohol. Yep. And David Lee Roth, when he was the head of, well, you know, the front man of Van Halen, someone said, oh, is that iced tea in the Jack Daniels bottle up there? And he said, the only people who put iced tea in Jack Daniels bottles it was the Clash, baby. <laughs> there you go. There right. we are. Until next week, our anniversary show. That's right. Don't forget. Yes. Flowers, chocolates. Gold. 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 No, gold is 50. You just that said. was today, and you need you yeah. owe us. All right. We'll see you guys. Bye. Bye.
Thank you.